You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 132. Hugh's body hits the ground with a thud, the bow flying from his hands and skittering to a stop at Asmodeus's feet. The Lord of Devils sways, reeling as the arrows sink deep into his chest, fountains of fiery blood pouring from the wounds. He staggers, the rod slipping from his fingers and rolling away as his knees crack against the blood-slick obsidian. He falls forward as if in supplication or prayer. Suddenly, you see a pair of crimson wings burst from his back, wreathed in black flame. As the wings stretch outward, the body falls to the ground, turning to ash as a separate being rises into the air. He is easily 13 feet tall, sharp-eyed and handsome, but warped with evil energy that contorts his beauty into something dark and terrible. His luminous white skin is covered with dozens of ancient bleeding wounds that run in rivulets down his arms, legs, and torso. His eyes are glazed over and unfocused, crackling red veins melting into deep black pools of uh, congealed tar that dart about but see nothing. His body contorts, spasming grotesquely as the rod below begins to glow a deep bright red. You see the faintest echo of his once angelic form in the reflection of the stone, a long-lost memory only now able to bubble to the surface as the outer shell dissolves into dust. Even now, Asmodeus reaches a bloodied hand towards the rod, which spurns him, searing his flesh till there is nothing but bleached white bone. And still, he continues to reach forward even as his tendons snap, muscles shrivel, and flesh splits. Without his old form, the corruption of the rod consumes him, but he is unable to do anything other than scramble towards it, even as he loses himself, piece by piece. Within seconds, there is only a half-dissolved skeletal angel left to crawl towards the rod. Only a few red feathers cling to its wings. His jaw hangs open, his tongue blackened and raw as he tries to speak with ragged, bleeding lips. Come back! Come back! His final words fade into the air as he grows still, a skeletal hand stretched desperately towards the rod. The rod lays a few feet away from the body, its glow pulsing with the sluggish rhythm of a beating heart. Ren feels a magnetic draw to the weapon. Ren, who's down on one knee, stands, and without even, without any thought at all, just finds himself walking towards the crimson stone rod that's on the ground towards Asmodeus's copy. When you are close enough to touch it, the crimson stone rod in your hand and the one on the ground both glow bright red before evaporating entirely. At your feet now lies a single crimson stone rod, and although it seems identical in all ways, no one can mistake its magnified power. The evil roiling from it is enough to turn the stomach and sour the air. The red stone held at the end gives off a vibrant red glow that casts red features in deep red light. Aura goes over to uh, Hugh. Mm. 
brings him back to consciousness. Did we win? Uh, I guess we did. Or as I shift over to Ren. Ren just stares at the rod for, in his mind, it seems like a long time, but really it was only a few seconds as he then slowly bends over to pick up the rod. As Ren's fingers close around the handle of the rod, he's filled with a a serene sense of completeness. The stone begins to pulse again in perfect harmony with your own heartbeat. Your clothes, you all see Ren's clothes transform before your eyes into the regalia of such opulence that you are certain its worth could easily feed a country for a lifetime. There is now a power within you unlike anything you have felt before. I changed the second person there. The you was Ren. Ren turns around and looks at the rest and doesn't say a word, just looks at the rest of the group with just fire in his eyes. As Ren looks, you hear, Yes, the true test of power is the ability to take what I am denied, to break the back of fools who dare stand above me. The only fitting end for a sniveling worm like him is under the heel of my boot. Ren can hear this as if if he were to stop concentrating for even a moment. His own mouth would speak. And has to and has to hold it back, and he can feel it coming again. Does he hold it back? Ren says, like he he went when when. Well, that the, first thing the, that first thing was kind of there as he's as he's when the first thing says that to Ren, mm-hmm. kind of in his mind. Ren says, "Yes, I agree." He says it out loud. He says it out loud. Does he hold back the next thing, or is he listening to it? Um, he says that out loud, and then when he sees. And kind of realizes what he just did. uh? He kind of... He doesn't like shockingly like go, whoops. He just stops talking. He feels more words coming to his mouth. Does he hold it back? Yes, he does. He hears in his own mind, Behold the true lord of hell. Let my vassals kneel. Let my enemies cower and know that my will is absolute. And you can all see just Ren standing there in silence as if... You can almost see his mouth twitching, but that's it. That's par for the course with Ren. Ren. Mumbling to himself. Ren, in one, in kind of a sweeping move, turns around (laughs) and now has his back to the rest of the group and calls out um, to the the generals and the heads of the legions of all the nine hells and just calls out to them and commands them to appear. All the legions? No, just like the the head up guys. None of the little pawns, just... Okay. So, like, so legions is like thousands. The heads of the... Oh. I meant like the generals and like okay. Bell and... So how... Wait, you mean the lords of hell? He's calling them all. Okay, um... All right, he's calling them there. Right there, right now. All right. Well, he's calling the eight, essentially. 
Shit! He's doing what Asmodeus kept doing other people. Yeah, they're much higher than generals. They have their own generals. They're each originally they're it was just generals, lords. and then I thought, you know what? Fuck it. We're calling the eight. Okay, so Get just them the eight. Yeah. Yeah. Ren, what are you doing? Well, there aren't eight. There are seven. There's seven, technically. Yeah. How There's many are a there? vacancy. Oh, that's true. There's a vacancy. That's right. Yeah. Well, the vacancy was as Asmodeus. The position has been filled. <laughs> um. The eight, uh, the seven remaining lords of the layers of well, hell. Not all of them can leave. There's one guy who's like stuck in a. He's in the shitter. He's, a, he's in a. No, he's like in a. Yeah, he has to send a proxy because he's in a like a. Yeah, he's trapped. Anyway, but the the the, the seven they appear, just in, in in not all flames, but one of them appears in like kind of just an ice crystal and then explodes out of it. They all have their own dramatic uh, form of entering. Uh, but they were all forcefully pulled here, and you can see the look on their faces is plain to read like, for any of you oh that this God. is uh, that they are unhappy with this. Each entrance is as elaborate as we describe our characters getting out of bed in the morning. Oh, now you're unmuted, Dan. Hmm. You never said unmute me. I didn't want to be unmuted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ren looks to them and says, I'm glad you could make it. Ren? There's an... For a moment, the, lord, uh, the lords of... Uh, the different lords of hell are sort of looking at each other and taking in the scene for a while boisterous and uh, and deadly they all are none of them have gotten their position by being stupid and uh, and you can see them holding back their impulses and kind of looking to figure out what is going on there's no doubt that all of them recognize they're all currently all playing of you. Ren Ren looks to them and says there's a new boss in town as he reaches down and picks up the skull of Asmodeus oh God. and throws it at Bell. Does Bell catch it? Uh, yeah. Step out of the way. Does he know who it is? Like, do yeah. they know that this is... Bell, uh, Bell catches it in one hand and then just crushes it in his uh, in his clawed fingers, as the entire skull just shatters into eight pieces and falls to the ground, and he says, "He says, new boss. There was never a boss. We are." Uh, he says, "He says, I am the Lord of the Ren First." Holds out the rod, and before he gets out that last two words or so, I am he is Lord silenced. Of. Just silenced. Exactly. And he, he, tries to get his breath Ren says there is a new boss you may have been you may be heads of the individual layers but know this none of you are mighty enough to go against me and when I call you will come when I ask you will do and that my vassals <laughs> and together not even together and by my and and through my and through this power we will make the nine hells more powerful than that fool Asmodeus ever dreamed, ever dreamed of 
I wish I could describe each one of them, but I don't remember who all the different it lords matter. are. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's seven imagination. deadly they're, they're looking devils. Devils each. Uh, who's the lord of the sixth? I don't know. Well, we already killed Mephistopheles. Yeah, well, he was yeah. lord of the second. Or he no. was lord of the um, first. The eighth. The eighth. Eighth. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's why we, there are only seven of them here. First. But what, um... Well, someone replaced him. Like his daughter yeah, or something. Lincoln. Yeah, his daughter's probably all, like, not then, cool. And, okay... Or Ren replaced. Yeah, but the who re- just kicked the ass of the knife. Yes, but who replaced his rule as that circle? He was, was never a lord yet. before that. He worked for Bell, Lord yeah. first. So he replaced Asmodeus. Uh, he replaced Mephistopheles. There's an empty yeah. seat now. He replaced Mephistopheles, and there were still nine lords. Did anyone fill just a spot killed... while he was in the Dark World, or they just kind of left that out? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, he talked about he had set up contingencies to. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Rule that was doubtful. Is anyone going to lead the circle that you were after you killed Mephistopheles? I like it. Does Brandis say this? Does Brandis raise his hand? Excuse me, uh, is there a vacancy now? I mean, I was curious. I um, we've been talking about <laughs> killing Asmodeus for a while. Actually, no. This is this is Brandis does not interrupt uh, Ren's moment. That's not. I just mean, has Ren talked about that previous? Like his plans? Like he's been talking about killing Asmodeus for a long time. I can't wait. But no, I don't think it's like it's something that he just brings up. He's you know, never like, brought it up to you guys. I think it's okay. I think it's been clear that okay, this thing happened. But everything that was going to happen afterwards, in the particular... I'm assuming Ren, the Lord of Hell, who is wise beyond all of us puny mortals at TK, um, has thought of every possible scenario, and I'm sure he has several guys lined up, even if he doesn't name them off the top of his head. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Does Brandis say that to try to win favor? You want to be a Lord of Hell, don't you? (laughs) Can I have I a can, ring? I can no, make that happen. That, no, that was all. That was all out of character. That was just all. Um, I was just curious if we had we had heard anything. So, it's no, some, not something is. Yeah, Red has not. As Modi's had to go, that was clear to everyone. But where things go from here, not so clear to the rest of you. Who can know? Okay, that that's exactly what I was wondering. Is if he had, if he had talked about like, after we kill Asmodeus, I'm going to install. All right. Safety measures. Adorned in priceless jewelry, silks, and other finery. Glacia, princess of hell, lord of the sixth, steps forward, kneels down, and those of you that know, well, you all know. The daughter of Asmodeus. She says, Well, then, my lord, tell us how we should continue this war that you've pulled us away from. Continue as you were. <laughs> That's bait. He says, continue with the plan as as planned. <laughs> I'll tell you when I'm good and ready when my changes will be. Continue with the plan as we had discussed. When the time comes that you need to know of any changes, you will be told. Until then, you need not concern yourself. He says, your will be done. The other uh, lords, having not taken a knee, just are just kind of standing there. Aurora feels extremely uncomfortable. She on any not other betraying, day would you know, not betraying any kind of thoughts one way or the other, except for Bell, who like he looks pissed off. Yeah. Aurora shares Bell's. Ren looks at them and attitude. says. Ren looks at them and says. I said you can continue as planned. Dismiss. You need not stand here anymore. And dismisses them. Like, like in the same manner in them. which he called them, they now just disappear. 
he sent them away. Like <laughs> and with that, like Asmodeus and Bell had done to him so many times. And without the seven are gone. Uh, Ren. Ren turns back around and says, "Well, shall we go back to the ship? Are we?" Uh, he holds forth the Kronos arrow and says, "Are we to absorb Asmodeus? I don't know." Like, is there something to absorb? I, he was he was a god in his own right, wasn't he? Uh, um, yes, he was. As Asmodeus's soul, as his uh, as his devilish uh, body had uh, had died, you saw his soul die before you. And as this happened, you realized that there was there was no power in Asmodeus himself. There is nothing to absorb there, and that what. When he dropped the rod, when it truly fell from him and it was no longer his weapon, there was nothing left. Whoa. Hmm. That's deep. But uh, that being said, your... uh, Well, okay. Your power, your... um, uh, What is it called? Everything that you all are... Essence has been tied together. I think since... he's looking for the word essence. This was kind of the first on, really <laughs> big test of our powers. I mean, yes. we had a brief combat with Umberly and Avandra a bit, but uh, well, those those are serious gigantic. Those were well, Umberly was kind of short. Um, Avandra was pretty epic too, yeah, but Avandra's she surrendered fine. in the end. Uh, what I was trying to say is that your. Um, your power and your your everything that this where this power comes from this uh, it's all tied together with the shards whatever the shards are uh, pieces of a greater entity and all of you are inseparably tied together in this when you've absorbed gods it has not been each of you doing this individually it has always been as a single entity and as Ren holds this uh, the rod of um, the crimson, the crimson stone rod, or the, the containing the largest of the shards of pure evil. Um, the most evil. You all feel. Shards. You can all feel that from him when he holds it, not as acutely as Ren feels it, but as you feel this, you can uh, feel it augmenting and uh, and increasing all of your own power as well. So, while not kind of an active thing here, it has happened, but through Ren, and you know that whatever you feel. It must be. It must be um, much more acute for Ren. Part of me was hoping that you were going to say, "So this is different because it's all in the rod." So now Ren feels all of this and has one god more than all of the rest of you. <laughs> and I was going to be like, "Oh my gosh, finally, <laughs> awesome!" But uh, so yeah, Ren looks back and says, "Well, shall we get back to the ship?" Yes. Congratulations. Aurora sways a little bit because she's extremely tired, and uh, the only only the fact. Good luck that in your future rule. <laughs> Ren says. You say that. There's no need for luck. There's always a little bit. Aurora raises her hammer aloft, and then in a in a streak of light, shoots up into the air. As she then flies back to the ship. Well, that too, I guess. A little bit of. Hugh is rather. Rather worn and beaten 
looking at this point, and he just summons Brass by calling upon Stoller's name and saying what a great mount he is. Um, as he flies rather mundanely back up to the ship, fly. wishing to conserve his energies. Ren doesn't even fly back. You just see him disappear. Poof. He teleported back to his own room. Through the shield. Impressive. Through the shield. Well, it's attuned to him. That's probably true. Boom. Done deal. That's a hell of a fight. Sorry, I don't have all the right music. I don't have my... I don't have the ship music. Can you hear this? Mm. Well, I can hear a tiny bit. It's hard for me to tell. These are open mics, unfortunately. Or this is open headphones. Um, I turned off your mic. Yes, you're okay. Uh, so Aurora's the first to fly away. So without a word, she doesn't really say anything to Ren, it sounded like. Because um, you witnessed this whole thing. Aurora just said... Aurora just took off. Yeah. Okay. Brennis looks at him. Well, we both left. Looks at who? He... I get top. Oh, God. Did I need a say... button on here. I need a button on here to do this. <laughs> Yeah. I was just going to say, because um, you're talking about people responding to uh, Ren doing his thing, Brannis doesn't say anything that requires any retcon of him teleporting back. But Brannis just kind of looks thoughtfully at uh, at Ren. He had talked before about uh, being afraid of uh, Ren's lust for power and uh, him seeking it. But um, Brannis doesn't like freak out and like, Oh my god, you're getting your lower health! Um, call the police! Call the police! Uh, but, uh, he just, um, he just kind of, like, looks thoughtfully at, uh, at Ren when it's all, when the whole thing is going down with him talking to the, to the Seven. And it's just kind of, uh, you see him just kind of contemplating it. But not, uh, not in a menacing or dark or, like, he must be destroyed, like, which was the look in his eye when we were in the dark world of, like, like, he must be stopped. And this time it was just kind of like, huh, interesting. You can tell there's a little bit of uh, coming to terms with with that aspect of of Ren. There's more to be said there, but not at this time. No time to say it. Time to say it. Does anyone do anything? Get crazy when they hit thirty? Uh, I assume that's. Are we officially now thirty? Yeah, you were thirty. So he like had his like ascending. He became. You used the word opulence. Um, and he teleported back to the ship. He teleported back because I get to teleport just to you now. Boom. Nice. Not that you. Um, now we were like in the middle of some like crazy like. Hell armpit. It was kind of like, imagine a desert, like with the cracked dirt, but like zoomed up, and that's like how the entire like landscape is formed. So, so, so like plateaus and but deep I mean, winding but I mean, mechanically, we just hit the most powerful that any of us can possibly be. Does anyone like Highlander or anything? No one. <laughs> you don't like. Uh, no. No. Well, okay. as the DM said, Ren sure as shit did. Ren definitely did. And you guys see kind of... Um, he is decked in opulence now. When we when that like power came into us, um, you kind of saw Brandis just like physically uh, absorb that power and uh, kind of look around wide-eyed. Did not grow in any strength, but you see he kind of like... There was no wind, but his hair was all like flying back. <laughs> And just like, like that, and then, and then once it kind of like calmed down, uh, that's when you know he called the seven and we did all that kind of stuff. Just a quick little retcon of 
Special moment, level 30. Yeah. Boom. That's it. Brenda suffers a stroke. <laughs> That's how he hits 30. <laughs> <sighs> Burnt toast! Power through it! Power through it! Where do you return to the ship? Uh, you need some stitching, but uh, after that, to the hold to probably discuss uh, it's the main deck. Where how we're gonna get Kaz to is. the shard of pure evil? Maybe a little bit quicker once we reveal their power. We it was possibly about... suggested maybe shortcutting it. Yeah, shortcut or something. I'm into the shortcutting. Yep. It was a possibility. Mostly because Aurora came up with it. This whole this whole plane of existence is riddled with tears and holes. Why not cut a new one? Yeah. Then move slowly through it. Pushing it. So where does he show up? Um, <laughs> I guess back to the helm. He flew up, right? So. Yeah, he flew up. He flew up all through the docks, the and and then once he lands in the docks, he <clears throat> says, "Helm." Into <laughs> his advanced, you know. Stone thing. He could, you know, break causality and just be at the helm now, but eh. There's a in the back of his mind, he's like, that might be fucking up. Like reality. He knows, like, there's a certain way, like, I don't know if this is bad for like everything when I do this. You're like, am there I are, creating? There are a like new deities and groups who are pretty much like. Their whole focus is don't fuck with causality, like, and that's like he does that every combat. So it's every sort of time, yeah, he's gonna end up ending the world just by himself. Maybe you sacrifice a parallel dimension every time you shoot your bow. Yeah, powers that. There's an idea. You have to take a, a a part of reality from a dimension where you did hit later, and take that part later, causing it to run collapse. a campaign where we live in one of those dimensions, and then when the session ends. One just disappears because Hugh shot another era. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's pretty Game's good. Game's over. No, um. You were nothing but a twinkle in his eye. Yeah, Aurora's at the at the helm. All right, so you're all just going to the helm then? No, Ren goes to his room. One oh wait. Oh, okay, everyone going to the helm except for Ren. Yeah. Kaz is there. Yeah, that was a sight to behold. He even well, Kaz is usually not one with lack of words, but. He he's the words he uses are colloquial. And he quaint. he approaches you and says, "Ye you be ye no longer be human." I never was human, actually. Uh, he looks to you, says, "Ye never be human." He has been human. Ye is... not be human anymore. You're having a hard time there, Kaz. <laughs> it's okay. Ye are been up for many days. You're probably right. He says, I am right. It has been many days. (laughs) He says, ain't no one better to pilot this ship, even on lack of sleep and dementia. Late onset or early onset? Mm. He says, I've lost track. Oh, dear. And he says, get this man a nap. Uh, It's the best ever. Um, Brenda says, it just gives me more attention. Everything I say requires... A new mic being turned on. Um, and more editing. At Brandis, uh, at him saying, you know, you, ye not be, at what he said. Not to be um, human anymore. Brandis kind of just nods and says, 
I remember. Aurora nods her head like, eh. That's no one. And no, Aurora's like nodding her head like, continue with finish your sentence. Everything. Oh. Oh, you're having like one of those fully existential things. Having one of these moments. No one seems to be acting like a fucking god Excuse around me, here. Excuse me, what did I do to get here? I free and flew on a light beam. Brennan says, we've been doing that for a while. Is I just what we've done up until now. What I just called do down do the seven lords of hell Brennan and says, said, I saw that. You. Wait, you weren't there. You're not there, right? No, I'm no, just saying. So yes. they're, they're having an in-character conversation. Right. You're not there right now. Brennan says, did you guys see what Ren did? <laughs> he called the seven down. Smacked him around like he's always been dreaming of. You could tell it. Yeah, haven't you heard him talking in his sleep? Hasten's I'm voice. Call the seven down. Brandis can hear Hasten's voice over Pre- his shoulder, and he says, "Are demonstrations of power really what we need?" Brandis says, "No, but I want to make sure we're all on the same page. That everyone feels like this is the only moment they've ever felt like they could actually stop Pazuzu. Up until now, Pazuzu could destroy us in the wink of his eye. Do you, you guys feel chance, like we huh? can do something about it?" Hasten's- I always thought we could do something about it. That's really sad. <laughs> Hasten steps out from one of the With shadows. Power, faith, and friendship, anything is possible, Brandis. <laughs> and and, and, the, whole, and, and the whole room shakes. And Hasten just says, if it's no difference to you, I will simply preserve my energy for the actual fight rather than wasting it on pointless demonstrations. And then he disappears into a shadow again. Says, uh-huh. You're still here, right? <laughs> Right? He says, always. And it comes <laughs> all around you. I will never get used to that. You can go to him and do a demonstration from time to time. Yeah. Brandis says, yes, that is say Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow, no demonstrations, huh? Omnipresent shadow god. <laughs> Brandis says, for once, I'm not being boastful. We've, been spending, we've spent the last half year in the dark world gathering power that we would knew we would use Against Pazuzu. Yes. Just want to make sure. We all realize the gravity of that accomplishment. And I think that we're we have a chance now of succeeding. Faith and friendship, dude. Boys when this is all over, I will celebrate. Resist. You will. You will. I foresee. He stares it. off into the distance. Sprandis can now remember the beginning of the universe. Tells none of you what it was like. Her doesn't ask. She knows. Bahamut told her. It was before Bahamut. No such thing. Brandis. Bahamut stares from an egg, and the universe began. Yeah. <laughs> what came Don't first? Don't ask about the Bahamut the egg. or the Brandis. Brandis <laughs> put the egg there and had a giant construction light thing. That <laughs> <laughs> there you go, buddy. Yes. And in and in ten thousand eons. You're you will welcome. teach an irritating dwarf to disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs> That's gratitude for you. Whispering to the egg. Brennis remembers everything now. Yeah. All his past lives. Every one of them. Every detail. So how are those history checks looking? Brennis has... <laughs> he gets them all confused. But he remembers every detail. Kaz says, E.R. Well... What be the direction now? We've, uh, during the fight, kept our, uh, 
kept our scouts docked for fear of uh, collateral damage. He says, the shield took quite a beating just from, uh, he says, from, uh, straight fire. Stola says, from the residual energy from the fight below. He says, yes, that uh, mumbo jumbo. I figure either we can continue on finding right out of the abyss, or we could, as I'm not sure who suggested it, but maybe tear our way through. Sorry, quite a bit has happened since then. Forgive my memory lapse. It's all right. So I want credit for that idea. It's not like you idea. have to remember everything. No, Aurora definitely wants credit for that idea because it's the only idea I think she's ever put forward that anyone really was like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Um, she's usually a, a helper type, but this time she's actually come up with a good idea, and it feels good. We'll do this. It feels good. Usually she's a leader of leader of people, and they follow pretty easily. But then when she's with you guys, it's like, oh no, Aurora. So you said something, and we said good idea, and you turn around and went. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she did, uh, inside her head, which is pretty. It's pretty easy to see. <laughs> it's not really cool and calm. Hmm. You know. All right. Um. So. She, with our combined ability, I believe we should at least try to shortcut our way as close to the bottom of the abyss as possible. Frida stands up and says, Ho there, cowboy. And she looks at Aurora. Whose eyebrows shoot up? She says, Frida. No. Frida. She, says, I was trying, she says, I was trying a new thing. And she kind of looks <laughs> down. She says... Yes, hair blowing back, the shadowy hair and the wings, everything's like, yes. She She leans forward. Even for gods, it's plain to anyone. Well, plain to me, maybe not plain to everyone else. I'm really smart, but it's plain to me that... uh, I'm humble. She says that that fight took uh, took almost everything out of you as she looks around to each of you. And she says, would you deny this? I'm pretty spent. Almost. That's what I said. Almost everything out of you. Or do you mean almost almost everything out of you? That's true. Frida is a, has very... Recursive. She does have a very, like, technical, scientific mind, so she's... Brandon, she's she's not mocking you. The second one. It was a very difficult not fight. not quite it almost It definitely cost us. Yeah, you definitely need to rush. She says... I need to rush. She says, you are going to need all your energy from when you get to the bottom and we fight in, and you face whatever is there. And, she, and then she stands Probably up even taller, even though she was already standing up as tall as she could. She just kind of, like, shuffles her back. And she says, and we are all here behind you. Okay. Then how do we... It's kind of hard to rest here. Uh, well, the ship is fairly like, secure. No, it's not that you can't rest. There's not time. No. Like, whatever. There's you're, not time. You're spent. Yeah, we take, can't really rest. We take a short months. rest. You're gods. Short rest. We take um, five-minute rest. Okay, we're not talking mechanics here. Let's uh-huh. stay in flavor, please. Okay. Aurora so, literally rests for five minutes. Um, she says, I think I have a solution that will hopefully keep your power stores refreshed. She says, she says, hmm. you are already all bound together, and with the immense, unbelievable power of this ship, then you hear Stoyla from another co- uh, corner go, thank you. Uh, and she looks and says, says, she really did do a good job. With the immense power of this ship, I believe that we could bind uh, we could bind some of your uh, godly power into the power source of this ship, and by extension, everyone on board. Brandis' brow furrows. 
epically. That would... Hmm. Do what? It would give our... F- I mean... Can you go into a little more detail? What would the effects of that be? How... She says, should you find yourselves... Uh, he says, should you find yourself um, suffering from whatever your version of fatigue uh, might be, as she struggles to find the words to describe exactly what a uh, god feels when they are tapped, um, out. tapped out. You know, Fatigue. A god can lose in a fight when fighting against another god. What god do you call that? She's like, well, it's not tiredness. There's no such thing anymore. And, and then she comes back from kind of just explaining the that out loud for the mental tangent as she does. It's a bucket. And she says, your mind is like a bucket, but a okay. god's mind is like a giant bucket with a bunch of buckets <laughs> like a- inside it. And a bucket can get tired, but the giant bucket can't get tired. Duh. Right. Anyway, she says, she says no should you find yourself understand that should one. you find yourself in that situation, I believe with this uh, with this ritual in place, you could draw power from us, from those that are here to support you. Is that and what would that do to you? She says, the amount of uh, the amount of energy that you uh, that you all wield, it would require a significant drain. Uh, it would require, yes, I think quite a significant drain to uh, to accomplish this. But she says, we are here to stand behind you. Well, I, hmm. How much of a drain? I mean, if the ship it's can't me. function, that doesn't help very much. I mean, a sip, maybe. This is how much of a, how much Stoyla, of a drain of our power? Stoyla steps forward and says... Let's be honest. Even this entire ship is only a fraction of your own power. He says, he says we are not here to uh, we are not here to provide fire support any longer. We are here to do anything we can, and every single person on this ship has pledged their lives to accomplishing what we are here to accomplish. My daughter hasn't pledged anything. Uh, he says, "Well, your daughter wasn't supposed to still be on board here." Uh, at I this agree. Time. I agree. Are we, and then Osino speaks up and says, "Are we really going to get into this now?" She brought it up. I don't know if she didn't at all. No, she did. You said my daughter didn't. Yeah. You're the first she one. She said mention. everyone. She said everyone. Thus, bringing bringing my daughter into it. Brenda says, "I guess you, you could take it like that." How much of our power <laughs> are we talking about pouring into the ship? Says. You would not be pouring anything into the ship, simply linking yourselves to it. Oh. It sounds more like we're taking power out. Yeah, that, that's the idea. Oh. Enabling you to take power out when necessary, at a cost. To when, everyone else. When? <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a cost. When when necessary, like, at any For given... Example. So we'll link now, and then, and then later, when we are in need. Well, we're in need right now. Yes, you get it. Okay. She says... <laughs> Are we talking like surges or daily power linkage? Whatever. All right. I'm in. Whatever means whatever I want. So, <laughs> to be frank, if we'll devour three, if this will help us in the people, fight with the Zuzu and help us save the world, then let's do it. It would be foolish not to. Uh, I like that it rationale. I sense we will use it to fight many evils later when the costs are much greater. What's greater than? the whole world. No, the costs of draining people. Uh, 
He said, oh. well, if it helps us oh. get stronger and save the world, let's do it. That, that, that motivation has often led us to dark places. Already has. Often led this us campaign. to dark places. I killed a really nice lady. Yeah. She's not uh, right here, though. That's yet. true. Oseno says, We have already discussed this plan while you were at the fight below when we saw what so it was taking, uh, well, what, how much it was taking out of you. That fight lasted like half an hour. Like longest fight most of my amazing. life. And after they had fired a couple shots down there, like realized they just couldn't uh, penetrate the shield that um, that Asmodeus had put up. Um, that wasn't shields. Jeez. And as they had a while to kind of talk, he says, we are all in agreement that this is the best course of action. Every single one of us is here uh, to give everything that we can to assure the success of this mission. Hmm. Call Ren. Ren. Ren, tap, Ren, tap. Copy. Tap, tap on the... Breaker, breaker. Breaker, breaker. Ren, could you please... <sighs> if you join us at the helm, that'd be lovely. We're talking earth-shattering. We have a... Uh, Does he show up in all of his opulence? He shows up in a bathrobe. I don't know if he can take that off now, really. A devilish bathrobe. <laughs> Ren Smoking gets back jacket. to you. Smoking jacket. Ren gets back to you. He says, Is I'm my presence busy. really that necessary? We're considering a plan Can't you to... figure this out on your own? <coughs> Ren. Come on. This is the end of the world scenario Ren here. says... Brandis says... Yes. Your presence Brandis says... Get up here. Ren, we have the chance to sap energy from the innocent people on the ship. Ren likes uh. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Why would you all think I would be interested in that? I'm offended. Ren Go says, on. I'll be right up. And... Not immediately, but maybe he two minutes later. A, nice. A polite nice. Place. Two minutes later. Just long enough that you guys know that he could get here sooner. <laughs> he sits he there watches. and goes, No, I gotta wait. They gotta wait. They gotta wait. What's the perfect I'm, amount of time? Actually, but Ren isn't a dick about it. He thinks to himself, I need to teach them <laughs> that they can't assume they that I'm can't always available. They can't summon me. No one summons me. It's either this or slap them on the hand. So Ren appears. Uh, Aurora fills him in on What are we discussing? On the... Aurora fills him in. Yeah. Ren says, I see no problem with this. What is Thunderstrike but a tool to be used against the evils? Ren says, no, we're not, we're not debating. We're just, we're just gathering. I know, but I'm saying oh. this is a great idea. Oh, yeah. I see no downside to this. Okay. Now you're just baiting us with why there might be a downside. Aurora doesn't like this at all. She just... Un- We're not going to get into that right now. Look. It says, but. All right. Preta, where do we go? What do we do? What do we do? Stop, stop puts praying. his hands like we're supposed to put them in a circle. Do we need to go to another part of the ship? She says, I've spent enough time with you. I can do this I already without cast you needing it. even to do anything. She says, truthfully, the ritual is mostly already done. She smiles. Okay. <laughs> I knew okay. you guys would agree. Oseno says, as I said, we already discussed it. Alright. There is no time to waste. Yar! I said, where do I go? Uh, Taz, can you aim it towards the bottom of the abyss? Well, they were scouting before to try and find a path through this maze. 
had we gotten all the way through th of the current planet they had? I know they were no, no. immediately when you entered. They normally send scouts out to try to find the, all the different... No, what I mean is I know they were jumping around a whole, bo a whole bunch. Did we bump into Asmodeus when we got to the end of our planned route? Or uh, were yeah, we halfway correct. Through? They have okay. to scout here. So we don't know necessarily... don't know where to go next. Okay. They have to find another gateway. Then, yeah. Let's just uh, make a gateway. That was I would idea, say... Right? Maybe so. Is, or is Aurora suggesting yes. this formally? Yes, she did. She did already suggest it formally. She's doing so again. Okay. Uh, because it's a great idea. Hmm. I can't. I just couldn't tell if Kalen was saying that or if Aurora. No. 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 It sounded like an interesting idea. I don't know if it's possible. I mean, but come on, guys. We're says, gods now, practically. What you need? Bahamut is I'm the only your true paper. god. Brandon says, says, are you kidding me? Oh, you yeah. don't think we can tear Come a on. hole in this dimension? Brandon says, please. I'm just saying let's do it safely and carefully and not I'm go pretty sure Stoila could do this on her own right now, let alone the rest of the five of us. Why are we beating around the bush? Let's just... Let's go. You, right. you can hear Stoila just whisper. Just say, I don't like being used as a barometer for a low amount of power. <laughs> She's just kind of sitting in the back. She's sulking a little now. Storyline. It's so okay. could have said even Kaz could do it. Even or Buddy. Buddy has even, no magical even, power. Even Buddy could do it. He's not magical at all. That'd be a better point of reference, a better example if you're trying to be hyperbolic. And then she looks up and realizes that everyone could hear her. Everyone's actually <laughs> staring at her quietly. She says, the ship's got some uh, repairs. Uh, repair room. And then she disappears. There's no place called the repair room. It doesn't even make sense. The repair room would be whatever room... Way to go, Brandis. You offended Stoila. Well, if we're going to tear a hole, we would like to probably figure out where we're going to go. Could we perhaps use the... You want to go to the bottom. We'd like to go to the bottom, which is assuming where the Shard of Pure Evil is. Or the... Crystal? The shard of Pure Evil. Shard of Pure Evil. I always get, like... The whole thing is called the Shard. The though. Shard of Pure Evil. We have shards of shards. Um, can we use the fact Slivers. that we have bits of it... Splinters. Splinters of it... To home in to on? To home in. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like a magical bloodhound? Like a magical bloodhound. Or magical Get into terms. Magical bloodhound. Finally, an analogy better than a bucket. Magical bucket. All right, let's do it. Frida froze her brow. <laughs> she just says, Brandis is on a roll tonight. Because so even she now thinks that Brandis insulted uh, Stoila. Um, I recommend... Why do people think I insulted Stoila? I don't because know. Because Ren said, Cause Ren that said so. And then everyone was like, I guess it was Brandis that said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of things are being said. It's easy to lose. Brandis gets distracted a because he's thinking were, about were all around. the arcs and folds of eternity going back and <laughs> forward. And someone's like, Brandis said something. And he's like, I may have. I, don't, <laughs> I get confused. I don't... I can't keep track of it all. <laughs> Brandon says, let's go to the helm. We're at the helm. We're in the helm. Let's go deeper into the helm! Alright, who's opening the portal? There's uh, a lot of big talk. Just make it happen. Alright, Aurora opens the portal. No, come on, guys. Are you? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course not. It's not that easy, right? Tearing a hole through the abyss is no simple feat. If this was something that was even in the... the the ability of the combined powers of the lords of hell. Don't you think they would have done it to make their assault through the abyss faster and cleaner and better? Yes, you think that they would. 
So, uh, that should go to show you that, uh, that these, these portals that exist, they are, they're almost natural formations. And the ones that uh, were clearly built are, um, the ones that were, that were clearly built, nobody knows how they're there, who put them there. You know, it could be beings of extraordinary power, or maybe it's just the fates conspired to have something that looked that way. So, what I'm trying to get at is the difficulty of doing a thing such as this that Aurora suggests this would be uh, would be quite high for even a powerful being. But your power transcends we are four powerful beings. powerful <laughs> being. You are four more powerful than powerful beings. Five hastens here. Five hastens? Five. five, five In five, fact, five, one hastens. might say we are oh. omnipotent. No. Nope. Omnipotent. No, no that, that word means very that's, specific that's thing. That's AO level. Rennet. Um, Okay. Whatever you say, man. The delusions begin. <laughs> All right. Begin? Um, I think you mean continue? Accelerate. <laughs> accelerate. Yes. Um, so, it will require all of your combined efforts concentrated together, working in perfect harmony to do uh, such a thing. To Basically, what you are looking at doing is, while there are all these connections between the different layers of the abyss, you are looking to basically point down figuratively, down is not really a direction in the abyss, but point down towards the bottom, towards the the cosmic uh, um, core. You know, wait, wait, what was I just trying to say? We're not talking about locations, we're talking about just like, in... Anyway, point to that place, and basically say, go there, and go as the bird flies, if a bird can fly Crow through the flies. abyss. Yeah. Crow is a of... type of bird. The idiom is as the crow flies. I could say as the pigeon flies. You could if you wanted to be weird. Greg, she's got. You the could card. also say making a beeline. Um, she's, excuse me. She's yeah. got the card. Making a beeline. You so as the bee flies. As, as the bee flies. As the bee flies. I feel like it gets <laughs> We're making a crow. Front by the <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I would say the abyss is almost kind of like you could call it layers, but it's sort of like here are a whole bunch of layers that have been all stirred together. Like yeah. yes, there are still layers. But it's not like you're not just going in. They're right? not on top of each other, nor do they even exist in a uh, physical space relative to each other. Yeah. Transcendental they, stuff. They are each their own complete and separate plane of existence uh, that but are connected. Is, they're sequentially created, which I think is what the layer term more refers to. It requires yeah. a, slightly, a slight bit of insanity to even understand them fully. Mm-hmm. We cannot hope to. Which That's is why, why we have Stoila. I was gonna say that's why you have Frida. Oh my gosh! Yeah, two, the two of them mm. together can understand concepts. Of All right, so go ahead and explain to me how Shall you guys are accomplishing this. Shall we tear a new one or repurpose an existing one? Well, it might be easier to repurpose an existing one, but it may not go exactly where we want to. Mm. Um. Tear a new one then. I say we tear a new one. Okay. You're going to literally tear the abyss. A new, a new one. one. Okay, that sounds fair. After all it's done for us. What has it done for us lately? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. It's Put me here with me you guys. Nothing. So. Let me give you a little. Do we want to prepare um. before we do this, or are we just going? <laughs> prepare. Just go, are we going in raw? Are we? Raw yeah, that was a question. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to sip off of the members of... 
No. Mm. Yep. Before? No, not until we need. Not until we need to. Well, we I know we're do... going to be arriving when the shitstorm. Yeah. No, it's not how you can use it later. Don't worry about it. Okay. okay. We'll so we'll, we'll take a short rest and move around our surgeries later. Yeah, you can deal with that later. Okay. Um. Well, Hugh. We need to leave the ship. We can do it however do whatever we want. you okay. want. I want to be How off the ship personally. How you want to be off the ship? Yeah, I'd rather be off the just ship. In the storm. I like the idea of that. In the storm, just in it. Just like in front of the portal being open, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. More like in the ocean, like on step on the boat. Well, it's kind of flying in over this plateau. Um. I vote outside. I, I don't want to cause any it's damage. It's just in the boat. The I'm going accident. outside. Aurora appears outside. Yeah. Hugh again requests to be teleported to the edge of the shield, where he uh, then mounts grass. He's like, come on, Hugh. Ren teleports out. He doesn't even use Tenebrae anymore. He's just floating uh. with his opulent robes just flowing in the wind all about him. Aurora is standing on the back there. of Raxus, who is now this like. Hasten steps huge. out from Ren's shadow. <laughs> what? Shadow Brandon still flies on Flyburn. I haven't gone too big for my britches. For just the one time. Ah, for the one time. Why do we make ourselves yeah. look no, cooler? No, my point is, we have realized our epic destinies. And? And therefore. And I'm looking forward to hearing some epic destiny shit. Okay. Brandis can see into the folds of the of eternity in every direction, because it's not a straight line. Guys. Don't even joke about that. Brandis is still on Flyburn though, because Flyburn's cool. Hasten is just Aurora can see every bad thing you've ever done. In fact, all you can see is like Hasten's bust. The rest just fades into a shadow of nothing. Yeah, no, she doesn't look at you much anymore. She can see every bad thing Brandis has done. Everything, every bad thing. Two examples now. Pooped in your bed, Mister. And <laughs> he didn't tell you he pooped in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom Shooter has been revealed. And those definitely count as separate things. <laughs> because you asked him. <laughs> Did you do this? No. Also, spoiler alert: you can't lie to Aurora, so she knew. She knew. She knew. All right. <laughs> All this time. <laughs> so, where is Aurora? She's currently know, 500 meters off the bow of the ship, kind of facing the void. It's two voids in And she is standing on the back of Raxus, who is now this, like, 100-foot-long, yes. you know, glittering sea serpent creature. Uh, definitely like Chinese dragon style like Lady quality. Um, yeah, yeah, like yes. Lady Rainicorn, only not a rainbow. <laughs> definitely not a rainbow. More of a silver scaled creature that's semi translucent. And uh, she's just staying on because her wings are keeping her actually aloft. So she's kind of just like, is it more like a platform? Less is a actual way to stay. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of she's just like waiting. Can they fall off? Can't just, no, it's just you hang you out just on fall it. Fall over and then you stand up again. Yep. Opulent flowing. I have an idea. Oh, 
Oh no. For how to do this. Okay. I mean, nobody's ever, we haven't ever done this before. So does anyone else have an idea as to how to actually rip a hole? Is this Ren speaking? It's Ren speaking. Okay. I was just going to kind of do this motion until something happened. I think I can get us where it needs to go. As far as figure out, aim it to the right spot. If anything can tear a hole in pure evil, it's me. I mean, what if we were to get into a circle, and in much the same way that we sucked power off of the gods before, Crazy. we were able to funnel that back into another central location and cause enough of an energy um, spike in that area to tear asunder the fabric dimension. of the abyss. I like it. Sure, I don't understand. What I don't you know said, if it's going to work, but, but give it, it a says- whirl. It'll work. If it involves a circle, I'm in. Hugh, how do you think you're going to direct this? Uh, thinking, look at the shards and hone in on where it's supposed to go. Just kind of feel the vibe. This is Ren asking, not... Hasten says, he's a god. I'm a god too, and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, so I'm asking him. And I think I can just make it so it goes to where it's supposed oh, to wait. go. You just, may- you're feeling it. Yeah. Can I, can I he can put see forward it. an yeah. idea? Yeah, it may not go there the first time, but it's going to get there eventually. That's what she said. Now, how about you kind of pull maybe a little bit of a um, Exodus Knife style thing? I mean, we have an Exodus Knife, so we know what how that works, but we could take that to like a really grand scale and be like, set a location instead of a personal plane, and then just literally tear a hole in this thing. Using... What? Sorry, I didn't hear. Go ahead. Exodus knife. I think I will use the pointy end of my hammer to puncture. To make to the punch- initial puncture. He'll aim it. You puncture it. Puncturing reality. I can do this. We'll I'm just, in- I'm just pumping my god juice. God juice. <laughs> I think, I think it's everyone pumps in their god juice. In a circle. And Ren, I, Ren will focus it. In a circle. Saying. Come on, guys. Yeah. Ren will focus Come it. Guys. You puncture. You aim. And Brandis will Pull it grab off. that energy and rocket it towards the other side and stop it when it gets to the place we need it to. Okay. Uh-huh. Hasten. You're going to ride the lightning? Hasten, as, you see, uh, as he's just floating, you see he just kind Moral of expands support. outward. And it's like, it's not a body expanding, it is just he darkness. is darkness as it completely surrounds you above and around and all you see just see is a patch of ground now and then just an immediate black void in every direction nice. and you just hear his voice coming from every side and he says I will make sure that uh, he says I will make sure that any uh, any escaped energy is focused back inwards he says he says I'll be hurling it all at you Ren deal I'm okay I don't like this. this omnipresent voice thing you're doing. He says, Brandis wanted me to. Okay. Thank you, Casey. I'm okay with this. The fresh breath of Brandis wafts in her direction. Thank you, Casey. Ren hears all kinds of voices. It's, it's soothing to have <laughs> one that he knows. Booming voice saying, other people hear this. <laughs> all right. Don't have to keep looking around. All right, so Ren kind of flies back and kind of gets it some distance from the rest of you guys and you can just kind of see as he holds the rod in one hand um, he starts to starts to glow starts to glow orange at first and then and then 
darker lighter orange, orange, and then just white until he is as bright as the brightest neutron star. Brightest star you could ever you could ever see. A white dwarf. You're a superstar. I'm a superstar. Come on, let him talk. Uh, and as he's doing so, you hear just in a booming voice, I can't do this forever! Brizz's Hugh now! Wait, uh, me? Hugh! Good aim us! Good aim, aim the puncture! Alright, Hugh uh, takes out the Kronos arrow and just is kind of like holding it up and uh, I'm good to go when you are. Like, this is, this is going to be retroactive aiming. I like it. Whoa! I like it. You've already done it. Aurora's hammer, which is normally like, you know, single hand kind of weapon, kind of develops a, a kind of spectral shell and becomes very clearly a more than two-handed weapon. It's like huge now. And the spike part, the, the pick part of her hammer begins to... Were very, very sharp, more point-like, and glows these runes just start to kind of um, flicker across it, kind of like uh, like reflections on water that's moving. You just kind of see these runes go kind of moving across it. And she wells up all this light inside of her and, and the hammer is beginning to glow uh, bright white, very similar to Ren in appearance, but the feeling from it is definitely good energy and kind of that pure righteous fire that uh, will definitely cause the cause the evil nature of the abyss to shrink back. And she aims it and she's, she's just waiting for the okay from Brandis before Brandis says now! She rockets forward. Moves. She rockets forward to whatever set point she's kind of set for herself because it's really just space until she manages to snag the, the very faintest, um, I don't know what you'd call it, the, just a small snag in reality, I guess put it that way, and just tears through it. And as she does so, that, it, that begins to just kind of cause several areas of this space in front of her to, to respond in kind, almost like a sympathetic break. So, like, one part breaks and then, you know, this, this light crackles through as if there's light coming through it. Were anyone else to attempt what Aurora has just accomplished, this, this wrongness, this, this terror in reality itself would threaten to pour out and destroy this entire plane as you can feel that, that anti-energy almost trying to, to, to pour out of it to just take over all that is here. Ren <clears throat> looks back, and as this tear is opening up, he looks back and yells, and yells, Now, Hasten! And just... Can I play Hasten for a second? Uh, go ahead. Just this this pulse of energy comes from just... From out of nowhere. Just from the shadows. And the you shadow. see just this, this, this pulse just, just go into Ren and just wash over him. But then as it passes over him, Ren hurls forth all of this I mean this this white glowing radiant energy that he has he just throws it forward in just a ball of light and he magnifies this blast of energy that 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 Hasten sent over him and 
just shoots it towards the um, uh, towards this this rift and yells to Brandis and says, "It's coming your way!" As the massive blast comes hurtling at Brandis, you see him just take a split second, take a deep breath, and just just like physically actually grab on like as it's rocketing by like kind of like out of the way like the raging bull and then just like that and and you see him like as you guys have seen before um Brandis dies just like <laughs> like that but like instantly like he's there again but as soon as he's there again he's still grabbing it and so it just as soon as it comes by him like it's it's like one of these like instant things but if you were looking at it by frame by frame it's just like and dead and alive, dead and alive, dead alive. <laughs> but he's still holding on until you see. You just can't kill him like that. And he's just like, Arr! and he rockets into the puncture, uh, which at that moment Hugh's arm drives forward, but not once, but it drives forward once. It drives forward an infinite number of times. <laughs> uh, the. Crimson Stone Rod, or the Shard of Pure Evil, um, which the Shard of the Tip of the Kronos Arrow is a part of, um, guides it. As throughout all of the Abyss, there are there's a tiny puncture as a crystal tip just appears somewhere. Uh, as pretty much almost all places are punctured until Hugh can feel it sort of searching with his blind senses through this tiny pinprick through existence as he can feel... Uh, the same matching energy coming through from the other side. Uh, This was a one shot in a million, and that's how many times it took. But it only took one. (laughs) As the entrance to the other side is tipped, and the rest of the energy comes forcing through. Straight that way. Yeah! And Brandis rockets down the line, ready to like... Tear it open to explode into a, an exit rift. The as exit. soon as he is able, as soon as he arrives, the place we're supposed to be. The way I see it is, we're just—it's he's basically on a rocket, but it doesn't have like a time. Like, there's no way the blast from Ren actually would ever. If Brennus wasn't there, it would just rocket on forever. And so, basically, Brennus <laughs> has is, to stop it. Brennus is there, ready to like deploy it. So we get there. He is the parachute. He's the parachute. Huh. And only Brandis could do it. <laughs> the rest of us would have died. The rest of us all would have died. A million times. A million times. Only one time. Alright. As Brandis as Brandis guides this thing, as the consecutive amount of uh, of uh, dying and and pressure around and just like through the uh, through the unbelievable number of layers uh, that, that he's piercing through, he realizes that he is not going to be able to hold on uh, forever. He is going to have to, uh, with Hugh's help, guide it to where it needs to go and uh, and let it go the rest of the way. And you'll have to pursue after it. For, as we had just discussed, while great power you do possess, omnipotence and not, quite power, not quite there yet. Brandis holds on. With his million fingers. A million different fingers. Um, each time you rip that energy off and now it's in your hands. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I did it, guys. 
Brandis is hurtling along with it. Until you eventually let go. Until I let go. That's what he said, you eventually have to let go. Like, yeah, I mean, you have to, you can describe that as you want, but you can't, you can't ride it to its destination, is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, at the very least, Brandis, when he's at the, at the last bit that he's slipping, he grabs onto as much of the energy as he can as he's, like, phasing, like, in and out. Fluff. And grabs onto it and just kind of tries to rip it off Flapping to like a hopefully puncture a tiny hole in this epic god water balloon, hoping that it will eventually ah. go like that and get god smaller. And, <laughs> and so everyone else is like, what the fuck is this? Everyone else chip into the to, to the final effort here. Aurora throws her um, hammer down the line through all these holes that following Brandis to snag him and bring him back so he doesn't get lost in the abyss. That's good. That's what I say. I'm just so in the it's like, highway. It's in the middle of the highway, so this um, spectral hammer comes, and you you have the moment to either hold on or have this thing wrap around you. That's your decision. But she's she's hauling you back. She's gonna grab. It punctures through his hand. Oh yeah, it punctures. Uh, but you're okay with it because it's good. Uh, energy. I'll kill myself later. I'll feel better. <laughs> yeah, Hugh. She's, um, she's pulling you back. Never left the position where he's standing. Just holds his hand there as directing all the energy he has uh, within him through the Kronos arrow, like sort of the shaft of it disappearing in midair, the other end of it just the uh, the vanguard piercing this direction, uh, the destination dimension, um, as he just keeps it open uh, waiting for the payload to arrive, to tear the open the hole open completely. At this point, Ren's just kind of sitting back watching because he was in full body flex, essentially, for... I mean, you guys didn't just get into position instantly. This took a little bit of time to get everybody where they were going to be. And he was just kind of sitting there harnessing all this energy and stuff. And so he's kind of... I mean, he's floating in the air, but he is essentially kind of hunched over, catching his breath. Floating in the air. Yeah. He's catching his breath for a moment and kind of recharging You're being held up by a flame chair. Relaxing. As these holes in each uh, in each of these layers that you are piercing through, it's not in sequential order necessarily, but um, to an existential order. Yeah, it's 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 in a very existential straight line, which is completely arbitrary when you're talking about it in the physical world. Like it's just random. Uh, it's not even straight. It's like it's like well, that's how you have to go. Uh, Shortcut. But like you can align your mind and go. It is straight. Um, Hasten Making a last minute decision To uh, That it would be dangerous To have this hole pierce all the way through And have the creatures And various uh, observers of all these Different uh, layers potentially just Kind of diving down After you creating who knows what Expands his own Shadowy nature uh, down Basically following Brandis at speed uh, Just kind of expanding In a huge sort of cylinder of uh, yeah, creating just a tunnel of shadow following all the way through and you see that each of the layers is hidden from you as uh, as this hole is also hidden from anyone that is there, I mean with a big kind of black wally void it's also the abyss so it's not completely out of place like no, a new void as he expands his own (laughs) being through these 
countless layers and just holds himself there. Wow. You're amazing. So as Brandis flies back up, he just hears Hasten's voice going, Hey Brandis, hey Brandis, hey Brandis, hey Brandis. <laughs> I'm glad he's flexing his epic muscles and being omnipotent. Or booming voice I brought this on myself. I did ask for this. He says, do you see how this is pointless? <laughs> As he senses Brandis finally thinking the thought that he was hoping for. Nice. Brandis just says, Because <laughs> he's being dragged by his hand. And he had died a million times. He's exhausted. Hat. He needs to take a piss. Do you remember each of those deaths? Every time. They never stop hurting. But now I have an easy way to get out of conversation with Aurora. Brandis gets back up. Oh, Brandis, I know you're going to come back alive and just pulled back up through uh, Aurora. Yeah! Raxus catches you. Blink. Uh, do we need to go through it now? Might be wise. It's torn open forever. Excellent. Yay, let's go through it quickly. I know, but is, is we Hasten kind of like... Abyss. Is Hasten just a permanent fixture in there now? Or he just no, he's, just, he's just staying there for you guys to get... He's cloaking you know, it to for us. By the time for the ship to come through, he's just waiting. So he we should go through there. soon. He, he, he stands up, you can see him there. Like, he's just kind of... He just assumes a, a, a form to appear to people. But it, as oh, far geez. as you can tell, based on the things that he's done, he is just shadow. He is just the lack of light. He's my opposite. Is him. And so he stands there, and he says, he says, ain't no rush. I can do this all day. And then he looks at Brandis again. Shadows all around Aurora talking again. Mm-hmm. No, it comes out of a single point. That's better. She just imagines he's standing there. Hey, but he's Brand- standing there. That's what I said. Hasten and is standing And everything she imagined comes true. <laughs> That's her power. Now you're I knew this was going to happen. All right, guys, guys. We got to go through this thing. Uh, you can get on your own mount. Rex just finds you heavy. <laughs> I jump on the Q hails the ship and says, anytime you're ready. You hear, E-R, I be bringing her bearings to the point of entering the thing that you created. And you see the realm ship lurch in the air <laughs> and starts pointing Jeez. just like down. What what direction? I mean, it's just kind of a random like whatever. It starts pointing at this giant up hole into that the you left. made. It is up into the left. And he points in that direction, and I mean the realm ship again. I mean it's just unbelievably massive as it starts just floating through the air and then increasing in speed. Uh, we should go catch through up first. To you guys. We should go through first. The realm ship Thunderstrike 2.0, aka realm ship. Aka. Aka the Stoila 5000. <gasps> Stoila 5000. That's what she calls it. In the privacy of her quarters. <laughs> I love you, the Stoila 5000. <laughs> the Stoila 2000 was RA6. RA5. Oh. RA. These are how many things she's Shit. invented. Can't yeah. be too many numbers on him. Poor RA. Yeah. Alright, so. He's dead. As the realm ship comes in closer to the. Uh, to this tear, to this. Uh, what would you call it? A this rift. board. I want to call it a rift. This rift. Borehole? You board 
a hole through, not a layer of the abyss, but through the entire abyss itself. Realmship comes in and then slows down and then comes to a stop, right? Yar, just giving one final notice to the crew. What does he say? Is he considered, he wants to say it. He says, we discussed it uh, in the helm and think it would be best if it came from you. People don't believe us. They don't believe what? He says... They find you dishonest or what? He says that it will not be held against anybody should they uh, should they choose to leave now before the yeah, most kind of probable them. point of no return. Muhammad will remember. He says, well, if it's not true, then I guess we can just force them to stay. No, no, Ren. no. They just have to know they're disappointing me, personally. Ren, in a booming voice, says, This is no joke. We're going through. If you choose to stay behind, if you choose to not come with us and fight to the bitter end, now is now is the time to turn back. But just know that if you turn back, all the glory will go to me. Or no, wait, if you do turn back, <laughs> I will get all the credit for this. Just also, kidding. you are not exactly. <laughs> I'll get all the, the credit. Announcement all right. we had in all mind. Right. A lot of C told you we are not actually allowed to leave. Responses we're getting now. Reports from many decks. <laughs> um. Well, I guess we're prepared to go. Nobody else will be leaving the ship for you now. Uh, the. Aurora hears on her stone only. Same as voice. It says, Aseldi has been moved from the ship to a safe location. Says, I did not want that distract. He says, while I have every confidence in this ship coming back, I did not want the risk of that to affect you in battle. Is he telling the truth? He is. She whispers into her rock. You all hear this. She puts the rock down. She doesn't know how to whisper. Good job, Dwarven Whisper. Dwarven Whisper is kind of a shout. He was collecting his words. Yeah. Um, All over the ship. Crew of Thunderstrike, we... uh, This is Hugh Weaver. Uh, We are about to embark uh, to the final layer of the Abyss to... Engage the foe who is the cause of the cataclysm that we have seen will come. Uh, past this point, there is unlikely to be any chance of returning. Um, if we fail, then the cosmos, the planes, pretty much everyone we know and love are doomed. Um, if we succeed, it may not be without bloodshed, and you may not all return home, but we will have saved countless lives. Uh, lives innumerable. Um, if you are not optimistic of our chances, there's no guarantee that we will be able to prevent the cataclysm. You can choose to spend your last remaining days, hours, however much time is left before the end of everything uh, with your friends and loved ones, or you may join us uh, in attempting to prevent it. If you would like to leave... Uh, I will not hold it against you. 
And uh, if we fail, no one will be able to punish you. And if we succeed... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, you. Thanks, you. (laughs) Hurst is like... At least not on the So we will be punished if... Uh, (laughs) No. Easy, Hugh. All the glory will be ours, though. All the glory. I heard the glory is ours. Um, Aurora, it's like, all right, everybody, look out your windows. All, all windows. Because Aurora can simultaneously just project her image to every single, like, space all around the ship. And what they see is this glowing... Aurora sees thousands of eyes looking out of the Oh, man, it's amazing. Now, she's got her wings, like, totally spread out, you know, like, full-on kind of angel, angelic god mode. And she just says, Behold the power... That is the quorum. Fear not the future, for we are mighty, and with you at our side, there is nothing that we can't accomplish. If you quake in fear, and if you stand unready to risk everything, to save everything, then leave. We will not stop you. But if you choose this moment, if you choose today to stand with us, you will see the greatest triumph that good can ever accomplish over evil. And you will remember that, and you will be remembered. And the world will thank you. Brandis. Here's this, and is happy to hear a real pep talk from Sovereign the Shining Lands, and grabs his communicator badge, and lets out a hearty, Yeah! Oh, my ears... And the ship rumbles with its own little yar. Because everyone in the ship is yarring, too. And everyone yars as well. A large number of them yar. There are surely some who do not yar. But I would say enough yar that the ship clearly rumbles with yar. And Lincoln, that's how you peek a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Good night, everybody. (laughs) Drop the mic. I'm out. Yeah. Oh, come on. My apologies. Ren I forgot that I was back close. and looks at the rest of you guys and goes, "You show offs." It's called diplomacy. Diplomacy, nothing. They were com- they were all coming anyways. Diplomacy. And I got to be an exclamation uh, point. Fully expects at least a few people leave. Yeah. All of the fighter ships, the gliders that they are called, deploy out from the Thunderstrike or from the realm ship Thunderstrike and swarm around it. Uh, it's it's 5,000 protectors hence the Stoyla 5000 got its name and the realm ship begins moving we should probably go in there first Ur goes in the rift first alright describe flying through this uh, so it's actually you're moving through a space yes you're moving through layers upon layers upon layers Okay. Um, the threats are in the hundreds, thousands. The realm of endless spikes, of course, would be the first one. So, like, the the tunnel kind of just opens up into a space of just shards of, um, know, like, really, really, really sharp rock, just everywhere, pointing every direction. It's a it's a briar patch of just stone. So we're just kind of like. But they're big enough where the ship can kind of maneuver through them, hopefully. So we're just kind of like leading the way through that and just like breaking off bits of 
really sharp, jagged, pointy stone that turns out to be, like, parts of some horrible creature that is actually just omnipresent in this realm. This creature that she uh, bashes off bits from turns its massive jaw opens to swallow up all of you. What do you do? Somebody, quick, it's going to close on you. (laughs) Brandis swings out the massive blade of souls, which at this power level grows in size exponentially when he swings it, and it just nicks at the mouth of the beast. This, in, the, in, you realize this entire layer of the abyss is a creature, is a creature and Lame. Brandis has with a single, uh, with a single blow, just cut, uh, cut its head in half as you're able to continue to move through. Like, you hear Hasten's voice, and he says, "My shadow only protects us so much." He says, "Many creatures are moving towards it to investigate uh, on many of the layers below. We must move with speed." Okay. Anyone else want to take the lead on this? I don't mind. Ren, <clears throat> Ren teleports into the engine room and grabs on to the, uh, just puts his hands on some of the the oh, engines and the, the and the turbines and stuff, and just starts and just starts uh, in exact opposite nature of what they had planned of a siphoning energy from the ship and its yes. inhabitants starts pumping um, some of his god energy into it. Specifically that of um, Labalus Enerath. And is helping propel the ship through time itself to go faster. Through time. Skipping layers at a time. Dozens of layers at a time as, uh, as Hugh... If to everyone else, the ship is just skipping through causality. Although you are able to keep like a up, stone on the water. Keep up, no problem. Hugh can see it happening. Like to him, he sees it move every step of the way and understands to, at a level that uh, that no one else quite does. Yeah, oftentimes it looks like they're passing from just one level into the next. But for Hugh, like there is like the huge cliffs between one level, it's just like a void of just nothingness and possibility uh, that gets passed through each time a lair is gone through, um, which bear its own horrors and denizens. Um, uh, But we were never there, and we were always there. It's strange, strange, weird, mind-bending things. uh, As he sort of takes the forefront uh, atop brass just uh, Which is like firing arrows so of magical. just supercharged with light and energy and just juice as he's just sort of clearing whatever wandering things have gone through uh, as we're passing through these things. As you pass through the layers, dozens, hundreds, you reach an obstacle as not just uh, not just a couple creatures, but you see thousands of creatures inside this area and as as you all up in the front leading the way get closer you see what it is it is demons and devils engaged in a full uh in a full frontline battle right here as uh as unbelievably powerful magic is being thrown there's at least one uh devil lord uh must be directing these troops here uh there's um there's 
hundreds of powerful uh, demon lords. This is clearly the site of, uh, of a battle that has been going on for quite a while and is at its peak. It would be way too dangerous for the ship to try to fly through here with the number of uh, damaging spells. Go. Flare them out, dude. Laser beam. Do you oh. use laser beams? Yes, Aurora uses a laser beam. Um, no, this is awesome. No, um, Aurora takes out her hammer and just is like, points it down at the, she like squints and aims it just at like one of the demon lords to get, what? Lean forward is what I was to get To get to pop. And as he explodes, it just kind of sends a, a burst of energy backwards. And so all the demons behind him just start exploding as well. Like that, that god energy, that light energy touching them. They, they like explode like ants under a, under a magnifying glass, kind of like clearing a, one easy pathway through. And then she just turns and looks at you guys like, come on, clear the way. Zap, 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 zap. Smells terrible. Ren teleports down to the 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 to the ground in the, in the midst of the battle, and as he does so, just a a a cloud of dust from around where he is, and devils and demons alike both kind of stand back and look at him, um, and just kind of take in this this new player on the field. And as Ren kind of stands up. Still much shorter than everyone else that's surrounding him. He he takes out the Crimson Stone Rod and just starts whipping it around his head um, as flames and and lightning just start striking the ground and and burning everyone in his radius in in his radius, both demons and devils alike. And he just starts moving throughout the battlefield, just scorching the ground and, you know, just brimstone and fire and thunder is just pulsing everywhere around him to the point that while there are these skirmishes going on, when they, when the, when, when the devils and demons see what is happening, they flee and go join in other battles um, that are happening around him. They start to just... The, the seas part. <laughs> the war does not stop, but everybody gets out we of his out way as he starts moving through the battle. Yeah, Hugh um, calls upon the powers of Umberly and Shar as from previous uh, abyssal like layers we have gone through. Just energy is drawn back through them as storm and darkness just sort of like fill the void that it, that Ren has carved. Uh, with just darkness and hailing winds uh, sort of pushing anyone who thought to re-enter away. Brandis, do anything, or is... There's still a lot of turbulence out there, and a lot of damaging stuff pushing down on the ship. And Brandis sees Kaz struggling at the wheel that we've already agreed that it doesn't actually control it's anything. It's not tied to anything. And he's like, it's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> but he sees, but he has sees that there's still a lot of turbulence on the ship is bucking around. It's barely able to hold up, and we're starting to lose altitude. I use that because altitude. it's like we're just every direction at once we're going that. And so Brandis goes out and flies down on Flyvern and gets under the ship and stands up on Flyvern and holds up the ship under his shoulders. And Flyvern buzzes more. And he holds it up and, and neck arteries Veins. pop out and arteries pop out on his head and 
And he dies. And it stabilizes it. <laughs> he dies. And it stabilizes the ship <laughs> just enough to continue <laughs> on a straight course. The ship continues on a straight course. Uh, there is one group of one group of demon flies. Is that what they were before? We had demon yeah. flies. Hell flies. Hell flies. Hell flies. Hell flies. Oh, is it hell flies? They were demon flies and hell wasps. That's hell right. Wasps. Demon they flies. A once. swarm of Fighting demon flies starts flying at the realm ship, seeming to have identified it as an enemy while everyone is occupied. And then, without warning, an enormous beam of light shoots from the shield of the realm ship straight through. <laughs> and when the light clears, there is nothing left Jesus behind but ash falling falling to the ground. Well well done, Stoila. As the realm ship continues to pass through. I hope she guessed correctly. Uh, you hear Ace's voice. Buddy comes through. He says, hey, I was the spotter on that one. Well <laughs> done, Buddy Ace. Ace, Buddy, Ace, Buddy. Buddy Ace. She's just gonna do both. With your powers combined, the realm ship successfully flies past the battle and is able to continue through many more yeah, layers. Also Captain Planet. What next? What next obstacle? Yeah. We we pass through the rift into the next rift. Yeah, no, you're passing through dozens more. Well, what's the next notable thing? Like an example. entry in the next There's a rift that's just solid mass. Crap. Every every plane is different, and there's like lots of winds and crazy lightning and stuff like that. Brandis and just has to one. eat his way through. There's one that's just like it's like layer, 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 and then there's a, a giant meatball, and Brandis eats it all. <laughs> there's one that's just <laughs> it's solid stone. It's a it's a, of a stone that is like harder material. It's like obsidian Dense. and amazingness <laughs> crammed together, and we're approaching it. We are hurtling towards it at, like, beyond conceptual speeds. The speedometer just is, like, like straight lines. It's a digital. It's not analog. It's digital, but it's just straight lines. Because it's not zero. It's just infinity. We're going that fast (laughs) towards a straight wall. What do you guys do? Aurora... Aurora protects the ship with her energy surrounding the ship, and it just melts anything that comes near that shield. So it's surrounded with this super, um, super white energy, just like Liquid glowing obsidian. Yeah, so she protects the ship, but it's not going to bore a hole through it. It's just going to, you know, the ship will be majorly slowed down as it melts its way through. So you got to go faster. What are you doing? Ren's caught unawares and is like, holy Slamping shit, and doesn't know what to do. He's still kind of standing at the in in the engine room. Oh, the or no, no, he came back into the ship to keep keep it going and uh he all of a sudden just hears like oh my god it's a wall what are we gonna do and he's like and before he can teleport out what happens uh hugh who had been uh on the opposite side of the shield uh sees this obstacle coming approach and falls back so he's just within it and kind of reaches his hand out till he's just touching it and he Communicates to Ren and says, punch it as whatever speed we already have goes fast, faster. And for a moment, Hugh is able to extend his weird causality stuff to the whole ship. Until, so just like, and we're on the other side. <laughs> nice. You skipped it. Nice. But he had to hold it. He needed to be going fast really forward. fast because it was just for like a less moment. than an instant. Like, if you had not been going fast enough, we would have been back 
in the stone when we came back. The very, Half. very, very last back rear inch of the ship. Part of the shield is Red. dragging part of a stone wall. Yes. Like in the back yes. part of the shield. There's a piece of rock just going... Ren was gonna, Ren was gonna teleport out but then he heard he was gonna be like what the hell's going it. on punch but then he heard Ren punch it so he went okay and he did it again yeah. and then bounced out and like looked around and was like what what what? what's the problem why are we telling rocks what happened <laughs> why are we telling rocks <laughs> yeah. souvenirs Aurora screams and that's what happens in my plane I like the meatball plane personally. I like the meatball plane. The plane of meat. It had to happen. You, you did the whole ship. ship. The whole ship went through. Yeah. Right? yeah the whole ship. Uh, so, continue to move. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven layers more as Hasten has expanded uh, his expanded darkness. Uh, you know, shield of darkness. It just continues like all the way through. Just like a do that. Gig- yeah, it's... It's incredible. And Brandis was looking for that show of power, and here it is. Hasten essentially spread out what he is through hundreds, maybe even thousands of layers of the abyss all at once. And he's just been sitting there chilling. So continue to punch through. When then, as you emerge through one of the, uh, as you many times when you when you go through the threshold from one layer to another, you can't see into the next one. There's such a there's such a kind of um, distortion. A distortion there that as you uh, as you punch through one of them, completely lost track of how many possible layers you've gone through. You see a sea of undead horrors filling the space below you. At the head is none other than Orcus, the demon prince of the undead. He turns his giant horned head in your direction and stretches his wings wide as he lets out a bone rattling howl. Hasten. Uh, appears in body form beside you in an in, or ahead of you and beside you in an instant, stepping silently from his own shadows. His swords are already drawn. Take the ship into the next rift. I'll buy you the time you need. He gives a rare smile, tapping his chest where the brand of Orcus still lingers. I don't want to go. I want to watch. You sure you're going to be okay here by yourself? He says... I've been meaning to settle things with that beast. He says, come on, time is of the essence. You follow when you're done. The second we're safe, you come in after us. No questions. He nods. Let's go. Brandis shouts for the ship to punch it. it, it Even it more. It really stopped. Like... It never... Yeah. <laughs> no, the Keep ship, punching yeah, the it. Ship, the ship was... Keep you know, punching You guys it. are going ahead, so there's enough time. Continue for some punching. reason, the ship needs to hit follow the e Follow the punch. <laughs> they got... They have enough stopping power. Uh, you see Hasten just turn into a huge ball of shadow and shoot like a bullet towards Orcus and collide into him as you see it just completely absorbs him and then they fly through his own uh, threshold of darkness. And then they're just gone. Oh, man. Yeah, he's on the other we side gotta of the We gotta keep going. Wall. Hasten. Oh. All right, keep going. Uh, you get him. Hardy fist pump. Hardy fist pump. Yes. Continue on towards With, the next uh, rift. Following right behind them, the the huge undead, uh, the undead horde, all fly and follow after to uh, to take part in that fight. The path oh, is gone. completely clear. 
as the realm ship barrels through and it finally uh when it catches up to you and just punches right through this layer like all the others what's next after a dozen more Kalen already did one Dan already did one uh Dare to the meatball can't do eight, uh, don't do meatballs meatball. and tip my tongue. All you're going to um, think about is meatball now. It's meatball, 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 meatball. meatball, meatball. <laughs> um, it really is, unfortunately. You've killed whatever was in there. It's all meatball now. What about some kind of time Ren, thing? Do something. Some kind of weird suddenly, time causality Suddenly, thing. we ship rips through another one and is immediately just blinded. Not by darkness <gasps> or anything like that, but just a whiteout. The snow here is falling so heavily nice. that one Cold. cannot see more than ten feet in front of them. And as the ship continues to barrel forward, suddenly we realize that there are massive ice mountains and stalagmites towards them that are pointed up in the air, as if we're in the midst of a giant ice cavern and the the nation of Thunderstrike as it is now the, the ship is but just a, a pebble in this cavern but we Ooh. somehow have to navigate around all of these stalactites the and stalagmites and stalagtops and stalagbottoms correct that's great so elegantly but Hugh what do you do no with the snow. <laughs> I, I make a snowman. Uh, yes, uh, right, whoever, whoever, go, please. Keep the pace going forward. Sorry. It plays Rudolph and is the on, headlight of the ship and just basically exists there to to light up the space. Brandis stands directly behind Aurora, who is lighting the front of the ship, and he's a little bit taller. Kyle she puts her ship. arms out, he holds her up, and stands above her, and... Let's out his booming voice, which What's is so loud. I'm Brandon. Let's up the battle cry. Brandon's ah, battle cry. Okay. <laughs> it's so loud and it vibrates the air and the snow so much that it turns the snow, which is already in tiny little particles, to even smaller particles, and then Mist. it vibrates the molecules and turns out them of into it melts them and turns them into a water vapor, so which we then gather water. and drink. So we're flying through fog. Mm. Flying through fog. Well, now we're flying through fog. So the visibility is still just as bad, but it's a little bit easier to kind of. It's not as cold. Do something about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not freezing our cosmic engines. Right. The cosmic engine must stay. <laughs> so he's just constantly. So we have like, a her hair is spotlight like and a foghorn. Spotlight and a foghorn. Next. Um, I mean, we pass through all kinds of interesting layers. Like, there's one that's just. It's pure fire. And. We have to quick duck behind the energy shields uh, that Stola has created. Except for Ren. Except for Ren. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh dips back behind the energy shields, at least. Um, another one where it's uh, the entire abyss is just it's submerged. There is no like atmosphere. It's just water completely from end to end with no light. Just black. No end. Um, just trying to think of something that would actually be an obstacle at this point. Big but, whale. Yeah. Uh, big, big whale. Honestly, the whale, like... mate with the ship. A whale passes through it and is just cored. 
as the ship passes through whatever it is, the velocity and energy that is just going into it so much that it would take uh, almost like another Ooh. deity at this what about point. A, what well, about a causal rift? Like, we enter a space where all the different realities are just meeting each other. Like, it's a, like it's a nexus of reality. So, our ship's headed towards our own ship, which is headed towards our own ship, which is headed towards our own ship. So they're, like, all coming, like... Like, you fucked up somehow. Like, you <laughs> really fucked it. This is where all that shit's been going. And now we're going to hit ourselves. So there's only one massive shard of pure evil, and all the other realities are here to stop it as well. Maybe. Uh, Get out of that. Well, or it turns can. out that you are all heading towards here, and by putting all the splinters together, you will create the shard of pure, pure evil. evil. And this all happened nice. 10 million years ago! No! Right. No, Pazuzu. He was trying to save us! He was trying to save us. Keep going. Sorry, that was awesome. <laughs> we dodged the other ships and get to the next one. And that's what? the end of the campaign, guys. Well, someone we has a way to get around... Ourselves. Paradox Rift. Paradox Rift. <laughs> uh, uh, use... Use Solus. We do so and get through. Yay. Give it... Solus turns Everyone's all the other ships into hey, jello. You, you, uh... You sowed these seeds, so you how do you get past? What does Solus do? Turns them all into canaries. She turns them all, all into canaries. All the other realities turn into canaries, except this. Oh. Glad she's on our stuff. Yeah, it's. It may have been possible Ren that when you she killed the village to save the child. Did some different Whoops. causality things Good to create these portals here. Some of them may have been duped. So when we were passing through different ones, when we passed through a rift, like we came out two different directions, and that was a different one. And this was some of them combining, recombining. So yeah. when. Like uh, she turns the other ones into canaries just through a strange feat of magic. She essentially just wiped out a variety of realities, like sort of off ones. They weren't entirely real to start with, but real enough Mutations. to As this be happens, unsettling to see her see do it. You see a huge gash appear in the side of the uh, in the side of the realm ship, and you see some uh, you see some like crew members flying out and just colliding into the shield. Uh, and then several of the several of the gliders move over and start doing uh, magical repairs on the side, and you realize that you have uh, that to get through here, you had to kind of stop some of these 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 causality shifted thunderstrikes, which has caused previous things that you have dodged through uh, through Hugh's magic to no longer be dodged, and damage has just appeared on the ship as if it were always there, and they are quick and the repairs, and then they are happy to get out of that layer <laughs> that Kaelin inflicted on us. You're welcome. You guys pause for too long. I'll come up with all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> Crippling self-doubt rift. Several more <laughs> layers that you pass through when suddenly, as you cross the threshold, you are met with nothingness. You appear in a void with no distinguishing features other than the immense gravity pressing in from every direction, threatening to crush you and presumably the ship should the, uh, should the magical defenses fail. In the distance, you can see 
the next rift as a mote of light flickering like a candle. You hear a communication from Frida. This is now completely uncharted territory. My, my readings show that we're at least 650 layers lower than anyone has ever charted before. We should name it. Realm Isn't that Prime. what you do? Realm, Realm Prime. Prime. Realm Prime. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> write that down whatever. in the book. Yeah. I was going to say Realm Ren. <laughs> write that down in the book, Frida. This is Realm Prime. Frida says, uh, I, Realm I, Prime. I wrote it down. Thanks. Solus, who had appeared several layers back and had been flying with you ever since, and she's just smiling and giddy. She's like putting her arms out as if they're wings and just flying alongside you. She all of a sudden says, Wait! The weave here, it's too weak to support your ship's transportation through the next rift. Give me a moment. Solas closes her eyes, and you can practically see the magical weave coiling around her as she glows more brightly. A few moments later, you see that the rift has completely stabilized, forming a single point of white light in the vast darkness. Solas opens her eyes and winks. I've grown stronger. And then she puts out her arms and continues to fly down. That girl's nothing but trouble, I tell ya. Speaking as her landlord. Always playing music. <laughs> Loud rap. In my hat. In my hat. Let's go! No time to think about that. Amazing. How um, far do we have to go? Like, it must be getting as far as it takes. It's infinite. Be getting close. <clears throat> I mean. The real defense is. Does Hasten ever follow us? Does he ever show up again? Yeah, is he just keeping he the whole it? thing open, or is he sort of like closing them as we go through? Like, are some of the ones in the back getting shut? You hear Hasten's voice respond, and he says, I figured it would be best to keep the whole thing up, just in case, I don't know, something could jump through and land on I don't really understand. We're going to need an works. escape route anyway. He says, that would be a smarter reason for me to keep it all open. So it's the escape route thing. Was definitely And then in he my appears plan. again in his human form. Uh, technically his Revenant Shadar Kai form. And, yeah, uh, Revenant Shadar and he, likes, he says, I forgot to mention, I joined you a ways back. How Damn it, Orcus? you're always doing that. Uh, he says, he won't be orking anymore. That says, was the worst thing ever. He says, this is why I've been quiet since this I came back. I was trying to figure quiet. out the perfect... I need to come up with the best uh, thing. Witty thing. He says, I am witty stretched really thin. Quite literally. <laughs> That's better As than the other up joke. And, down and, says, <laughs> and then he just disappears again. I want Hasten to flex his Stand power as comedy. a god and come up with a better pun about killing Orcus. You won't be orking anymore. You won't be orking again? <laughs> That's too close to oinking. Oinking. <laughs> I made a pig out of him. I made it. What? So he won't be orking. Um, the sausage as death we was get closer. Linked uh, to something. Some of the rifts we've been passing through. It's several layers at a time that are all the same. As as powerful as we are, as as rich and like bursting with energy. Uh, is almost the mirror is how empty of absolutely any power and energy thing are these next layers we pass through and it's uh, 
an enemy you can fight, this is nothing, and its very existence is like your power is leaking out of you to fill it almost uncontrollably from the ship, from ourselves, as like hole. It's nothing, and it wishes to be filled. Crap. So, what do you guys do? Leave. We uh-huh. leave. I made it. You did it. Good job. Good job. Punch it. Punch it. <laughs> <laughs> Throttles. We just keep Slow. driving the ship faster. <laughs> oh no! Another crazy realm. <laughs> And punch it. We Red can't. Red. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give it more power, Captain. It's All right, punch come on, guys, come on, bring it's it back. Punch bring it back. Ten layers. We can't punch it anymore. <laughs> what? So what is this? Like, like the void, the the. Um, it's just nothing. The nothingness realm, the negative realm, the yeah, nega, sure. nega realm. Nega realm. Gonna call it. Wow, that that almost seems like this is just nothing. This is just like. This is less realm. than like empty space. This is like okay, Aurora creates. This is a more like the space between okay. portal right. entrances that you had that described before. That nothingness that Aurora had cut into that threatened to take over this everything. This is everything. This is an entire layer that is that. All right, so Aurora is going to do kind of like an opposite thing of like instead of puncturing the nothing, she's going to actually like hit it instead, and she brings her hammer down on the nothing. This is how good she is. It strikes the nothing and resonates throughout the all the nothingness, and that sound that is created solidifies, and this roiling wave of matter just kind of appears. It's like crystalline uh, shards of glass, but it's like basically solidified spiritual energy that the ship is then able to ride through the nothingness. As that is then kind of falling away back into the nothingness, so it's like one of those barely there on the top of the ocean floating rifts and as you as you walk across it it falls back down into the water so that's kind of what's happening as the ship moves over it splashing up against the ship this like sparkling shards then fall away into the nothingness but it allows us just to kind of move through this space without being completely lost not without having our own atoms discombobulate She's, she's just made her internal spiritual energy solid. Just long enough to move through. Sing. Thank you. For saving all of us. No, it's the least I could do, really. After this layer of nothing... Which is now something? It is the very next layer that you see sight to make everything else you've seen seem like swatting flies. Uh-uh. As you see a wall, a veritable wall Uh-oh. of demon lords gathered here clearly inside the uh, inside this shield that, uh, that Hasten has set up. Clearly gathered here to stop you. As they, uh, as they stand there united, which is uh, a sight that Nobody in the history yeah, demons don't unite. of all the realms had never seen before. I'll just uh, rattle off a couple of names. Uh, Make sure they're, they're post-spell-play. How about will be Abraxas the Unfathomable? Ooh, I can't fathom a name like that. 
How about uh, we've got um, we've got Baphomet, the Prince of Beasts. We've got Demogorgon, the Prince of Demons. We've so. got uh, Grazd, the Dark Prince. We've got Jubilex, the Faceless Lord. And how about uh, Malkemfet, Queen of the Succubi. <laughs> Those are just the ones you recognize. As they stand here, clearly prepared to stop your advance. Well, we'll see how prepared they are in a minute. Hugh, um... Blow them up, Hugh. Hugh Get looks for the most powerful of the forces arrayed against us, and before they can uh, dart forward to make the attack, Hugh strikes first. Um, just darting in the middle of them, right adjacent to this guy, as he just does what Hugh does. As he just... Massive amounts of damage Massive very amounts quickly. of damage very, very quickly. Uh, Takes out his five crossbows. Five. You know who the Prince of uh, Knowles is also there. Oh, fuck him. Someone was disappointed. No one cares no about Lord. him. Well, one person You didn't does. see him at first because he's shorter than the others. Uh, no Prince. That was thought. Um, if not outright killing him, at least... Wounding them. Clearly, uh, he's not ever going to fight the same again if he's not dead. He's dropped. He may survive. He may have a loyal retainer who managed to drag him away uh, and save him, but he is standing over the corpse of who everyone present had thought was the most potent. Who is and, it that he hit? Uh, I just said whoever was the biggest guy. Demogorgon. Demogorgon. Boom. He's on the cover of the Monster Manual. <gasps> That's the guy with the two bad like baboon baboon. face. Yeah. And tentacle arms, and he's huge. You just basically sucker punched him uh, with a shit full of arrows. And he's now a riddled, I don't want to be maybe twitching body at his feet. He may survive uh, if the rest of them drag his body away and run away right now. And just stares him down with his non-intimidate check. In a booming voice, you hear Ren scream. Not now, he doesn't scream it. But in a booming Shout. voice, you hear him in a very controlled manner say... In a not out of control manner. Say... This too can be your fate. Clear the way, or meet your undoing. Nah, let's let's just. Not a demon lord budges, but rather press forward on the attack. And as you see, flowing in from the uh, from the this. black void is more of them. We just have to, uh, and have not to... just demon lords, but each of their minions now are pouring through, waiting on the other side. Hey, let's just open up a rift again, right under them. No? Too much? The, while you guys are discussing, the realm ship, you see one of its beams of light blasts forward, hitting one of the demon lords, That's throwing right. him up. back uh, hundreds of feet as you see him then advance further, and another beam of light shoots forward right, as the realm ship engages to meet the fight. If they're not backing up, Hugh just keeps doing his thing like... Blinking in and out and just riddling guys with... We're just going to kill all the demon lords. This might take too long. Brennus leaps off the side of the realm ship right it's towards a, a massive, hole. massive cloud of demon wasps, demon flies, sure, demon bugs, and... Demon caterpillars. When Brennus... is not demon spiders. Right? When... It doesn't mess with spiders. That's Whenever Brennus kills a guy with Drag the Queen. blade of souls, a soul pops out, and then he can then... 
command the soul to go to move somewhere and explode mechanically. That's what he does. We just don't fight very many minions and smaller guys. Um, uh, high, not recently. High rollers now. Yeah. Um, so, so normally it would be totally cheesing it for Brandis to like attack like a bucket of snails, right? Well, he is him. now a god, so he can go above cheesing the game. And he dives through a huge cloud of flies that he knows are not dangerous to him at all. <laughs> but he goes through and kills about a million and a half of these flies, and each one pops out a tiny little soul. Tiny spirit. And then he points the blade, and all of the like little wavy souls just go... Ooh, and rocket as, like... Just huge, like, webs on a huge swath of them. And then it just, like, a whole wave of them goes and crashes down on the whole gathering of all the demon lords. Each of them doing a tiny little bit of damage, but it being, like, a tidal wave of fly souls. Aurora infuses your fly soul wave with divine energy, which demons hate. Boom. Delicious. It's now glowing golden soup. It washes over them. Take that. Roar Ren. Demons. At the very least, it will give them pause. Ren goes out as he is... Ren makes a bold move, and he goes out... Well, we'll be the judge of that. He goes out to the front of the (laughs) ship and starts talking to the demons... And say and, and just describing in detail and, and, and talking to them very bold. Oh, and sorry, saying, "Well, now." And saying, "Keep going. Let him bold. talk, please." And saying, <clears throat> and saying, "Do you see what I have at my command? I am the Lord of the Nine Hells. I am leader. I'm Lord of all devils. Stand aside, I will or I will ass. continue to." Hurl my weapons at you. That'll either work or you've just volunteered to take it. Sesenek, the emperor lizard, who uh, appears as a giant lizard man, strikes forward with just what looks like an ordinary um, uh, spear, and much to Ren's surprise, it catches him and Mm -hmm. uh, digs a nasty gash in his arm. It seems that these demon lords have absolutely no interest in walking away from this fight. Ren snatches this as as it gashes his arm. Ren quickly, in a very deft maneuver, grabs the spear and in his hands just turns the head of it white hot as he plunges it between the eyes of... What was his name? Sesnek. Sesnek. I'm probably violating all the the lore of Forgotten Realms as I just Every... pull random demon lords from the <laughs> list. That guy's of been demon dead lords. for 200 years before the spell plague. Well, he's back. <laughs> plants and dead again. <laughs> plants plants the uh, plants the the spear right in the in the head of Sesnek. I hope that's and and continues to look on. Uh, he lets out a Sesnack. He's a Pokemon. He can only say as he uh, as Ren um, now expecting some hits to be coming his way uh, invites more. 
taunts them, if you will. Yes, He's like, taunt them in that direction. I'll take a cut for every uh, head I stab. But even as, as Ren ponders this thing that he didn't actually say, um, he sees just the sheer number of not just regular demons, but like these these lords that are all gathered, and as more pour through the... As more just day. pour through this threshold of darkness, uh, it's clear that this... Uh, information that you'd received years ago now. Well, a long time ago now, the, the stories, the, uh, the the theory that uh, Pazuzu had managed to mobilize. unite, mobilize the demon lords into this uh, into this horrible plan to, uh, to execute this whole scheme he had must be true for the ther- if the demon lords are fighting side by side, that can only mean... Uh, I think Ren has to do... A really epic bluff, honestly. You hear... Aurora's not the... Go ahead. Aurora's not the type to, to make a, an epic lie of this proportion, but if you could somehow undo whatever uniting focus uh, Pazuzu has done for these demons, like, they'll just be at each other's throats in an instant. If you're able to... I'll just throw truth you, at him. Yeah, I, well, I mean, kind of, but... Well, he's an outsider. He means to supplant you. He's also di- he also is the Lord of Hell, who's here, who has been fighting them. Yeah, it's kind of like he's actually you know, the assault from Hell was the excuse Pazuzu had to unite them all. Never mind. He's, he's maybe not over. the guy. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, we're retreating. We're done. We're out of here. Yeah, we're leaving. Can you do me a favor and just you've, not follow us. You've Don't successfully. Made us afraid. Just gonna go one layer deeper first. No, we're going. Then this I is promise the exit. I'm out of here. This is the exit. We're backing out. Yeah, just but be we're like, this far. We're we just want to see what it looks like from the top of the mountain. Hugh's just still fighting. He occasionally sends off one of his crazy like volleys into everything. Uh, everything. Volley. Other than that, he's just popping from guy to guy, just sending forth. You hear a voice. Arrows come from your speaking stones. Yes. <laughs> what? Who is this? Who is on this show? Show yourself! Who was the, uh, the command? Oh, um. Leaf? Leaf. Zuzu. Oh. oh, yeah, Marshall guy. Leaf, who had taken over for Rowena, commands, really is the. Is the security the, officer. Um, commands the armies mm-hmm. of the realm ship, is kind of the one that oversees. He's the, she, she, he's, he's the one, he's the highest level of, of tactical command right under you guys. You hear his voice. I'm over the fight. He says, Frida Stoila has shared a new finding with us. As you hear, keep what? getting distractions as he's clearly cutting out to give more orders to, uh, to, the, to various commands. He says, Leave. He says, picking up an unbelievable energy surge coming from deeper in the abyss. The fact that we can even sense it is apparently... And then you hear uh, Stoila's voice crack in. She says, she says, Look, guys, you don't have the time. I've been trying to say that. Let's go. Leaf says, this is why we're here. You go on. What? He says, they'll follow us all if we go, but we can lay down the covering fire. You have the power to get past them without them noticing. Ren doesn't even think about it. He goes. Ren says, or he doesn't go, but he's ready to go. This is our only chance, Aurora. Don't, don't take any unnecessary risks. You get out of there as soon as you see us go through the rift. She says this again. 
He, that, uh, that's an order, there's Captain. A, there's a delay, and he says, as soon as we know that the mission is completed, we will leave. Close enough. You're <laughs> in the center of the abyss fighting all of the demon lords. Don't take any unnecessary risks. Unnecessary is a very important feature of that. Not any Ren- risks, just unnecessary ones. Ren calls for Hasten and says, we need your cloaking. We cloaking. need we need stealth. As Ren is even saying this, already just like the the blackness is kind of moving over the entire fight. You know that many of these demon lords it's no problem for them. They have uh, you know, dark side. They have dark side. It doesn't really uh, some of them whatever. They have all sorts of different senses and they are all exceptionally powerful themselves, although not in not when compared individually directly to you all. Um and he says, this will create enough cover. He says, let's go. Okay. Uh, there's one lingering look back at Thunderstrike. Now the realm ship. You see now three, four beams of white light shooting out oh, at once. Man. It hits these okay, demon lords. Let's go. Rarely let's have it. you seen it actually destroy one of them. Although it did tear through one of them. The the lord the of... Um, the null guy. The null guy. The null prince. The null... The null exploded uh, in a... In a yipe, yipe, yipe. As it got hit by one of the uh, you know beams you. of light. The the 5,000 gliders <laughs> all flying around doing uh, strafing runs, each protected by a, smaller, uh, by a smaller shield, which is absorbing much of the strikes. But you've seen one, two, three, four, a dozen, two dozen, three dozen uh, of a the fighters dozen. destroyed already. And that's with you covering them. Ren looks around in the darkness of the shadow with... The four of us kind of being encompassed then by Hasten and just kind of Included. cracks a smile and says, do try to keep up as he continues forward right into the midst of the hole that, that is Thunderstrike funny. is blasting. Yes. Yeah. Follows. He goes brisk. Hugh just says good luck with a stone. Hobbit's light, guide your path. Sorry, Ed. Ren doesn't even think about that. He's got his eyes on the prize right now. Prize. This will probably come back and sting a little bit. But he's not thinking about that right now. As you cross through... As you cross through... The threshold, the rift here, you find yourselves oriented differently than before. Let me, uh... On our faces. Give me one moment. Dum, dum, da, 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 da. Sorry, I should have had that queued up. That's no, cool, man. Give me it's a cool. second. I'm having, a, I'm having a moment of blissful weightlessness. Oh. Before you is the doorway of a great cathedral hall. It's vast and ornate, lit with thousands of black candles glowing with flickering purple flame. The inside of the cathedral this is. The center of the cathedral sinks into a cavernous pit, tiles bending and arcing downward as though pulled by some aberrant gravity. As you move through, as you know, your, uh, your spike presses through there. Sorry, I lost my place. Several hundred feet down, you see a malevolent red 
glow, melding with the endless shadow. The shard of pure evil surely waits below. At the front of the cathedral is an elegantly carved altar of obsidian wrought with all manner of profane and blasphemous imagery. On its surface lies a brilliant white candle the length of a man's forearm. Behind the altar, white crystal, sorry. A white crystal the length of a man's forearm. Behind the altar, a man stands in an ebon-feathered robe, his face hidden by a bone-white mask, giving him the face of an albino raven with smoldering yellow eyes. He turns slowly from his place at the altar, his gaze sweeping over you with an almost tangible weight. Slowly, his black lips curl into a smile, revealing several rows of razor-sharp teeth like a shark. Unbelievable. You really are the most stubborn creatures in all of existence. You struggle so hard to keep everything safe and familiar. You've murdered innocent and guilty alike under the justification that what you fight for is worth any price. And who decides the worth of that world? Do you know? Brandis he take, takes a step him. forward. Go ahead. Brandis is just scowling at him. Yeah, we're a scowl. He takes a step forward, no slowly drawing a long you. black claw over the glowing white crystal resting on the altar. It's whoever has the power to destroy it. As he tilts his head. You're clearly powerful enough to thrive in the coming age. You could even save your little ship if you set your mind to it. But does the rest of the world deserve your effort? Is it so intrinsically necessary that you would give up everything you've earned to preserve it? Pitiful creatures, you must think so, or else you would not be here. He looks to each of you. Ren says to him, Ren says to him, who are you to say that it is not worth saving? He's the one with the power to destroy it. He says, I am the one with the power to destroy it. And here's what will happen. Is this Pazuzu? Looks like Pazuzu. It's clearly Pazuzu. It is clearly Pazuzu. (laughs) It is absolutely clearly Pazuzu. Just want to make sure that was like, this is not some other dude who happens to look feathery, like... Oops. Like, oh, this is like Pazuzu's, like, guy. Second cousin. Listen closely. Despite my generosity, you will refuse and leave my plan to its work, and we will come to an impasse. With your stolen powers and your misplaced pride, you will believe yourselves my equal and attempt to put me to my end. You will fail, but I will not allow you to ascend into death. When you die, I will bind your cords to the shard itself, and you will be forever ensnared, forced to watch it burrow into the endless dark for eternity, forced to watch as I personally seek out each and every being who has ever praised you, every soul who has ever loved you, or anyone who has given you succor, and I will inflict unto them the most excruciating and lingering death possible in your honor. I will shatter their souls until no part of them finds peace. I will take their ashes and scatter them into frigid void of the far realm and let them drift in darkness forever. I will show you every millisecond of their agony in mind-bending clarity and each movement will last an eternity for you. When I am finished, you will beg for an end that will never come. I will wipe your name from all living memory and eventually the world will forget you like the insignificant relics you will become. You stand on the precipice of ruin, Corum. I offer you one final chance to take a step back from the brink. 
and he points behind you. Brenda, like the literal brink. Brenda says, after he gives us the speech, that all this guy's gonna do to us. Doesn't have to open yet. He says, "Well, we're just gonna kill you." <laughs> Take <out> his <laughs> he grins. So be it. The, ba- the ground begins to quake beneath your feet and the to, room... I wanted to know what the one last chance was that we could have. To, to, walk, to walk away. The room is bathed in a deep red glow. And we'll continue next week.